Hello, and welcome to Community Voice. This is Thomas Lynn, COO of Console Your Community. Console Your Community brings together students at top universities across America and small businesses in their communities to work together, solve problems, and find inspiration through one another. Hello and welcome to Community Voice number five. It's great to have you. This week we'll be staying in Atlanta, but we're heading back over to Emory on the She Will team. These guys handled the marketing for She Will. We had heard from their curriculum team earlier. Uh, so they worked on analyzing She Will's current marketing status and then how to transition or, or pivot that marketing of the new curriculum product for daily after school classes and to a wider audience. We will also be having a sneak peek of our Wesleyan team at the end of the program. Uh, they consulted a company called American Dream Clean, which has a really innovative program for employees promoting upward mobility and uh, tension. Finally, you know, as, as the academic year is coming to a close, uh, we're going to be ending season one of Community Voice in, in mid to late May, and season two will be starting next fall. You know, we're looking to change up community voice uh, and would like to have feedback or ideas from from you guys our, our listeners so please shoot you know any ideas feedback thoughts over to us uh, by Facebook Twitter or just by email uh, shoot the emails over to community voice at consultyourcommunity.org thanks all right so we have the Emory she will marketing team on the line for community voice episode five hey guys how are you Hey! Hi! <laughs> awesome, awesome. I love the enthusiasm. That's that's fantastic, especially on a Tuesday night. Before we jump into this, and and we already know a little bit about uh, she will and and kind of the idea behind it. But before we get into all of that, uh, why don't you guys just quickly kind of go around the room and and introduce yourself? So, uh, you know, you're obviously at Emory. We know that. Uh, maybe your major, um, why you got interested in CYC, and then one interesting fact about yourself. Um, sure. So I'll start. I'm Kira Zagoric, and I was the project lead on this one. Um, I'm a junior in the business school studying finance, and uh, I got interested in CYC just because I've always had a passion for nonprofits. And um, my first semester in the business school, I wanted to kind of join a new club to meet new people. And I guess uh, an interesting fact about me is last year I played in the junior college national championship for women's soccer. We didn't win, but I was there. Uh, hi, my name is Rohan Bonsal. I'm a second semester sophomore, also studying the business school, um, and also double majoring in computer science in the college. I started with CYC because, similar to Kira, I really have a passion for nonprofits. I was working with one prior uh, in my freshman year at Emory before it kind of died down a little bit and we didn't get to really like, uh, you know, finish that project. And so I decided to join CYC because we have a lot more interaction with a lot more nonprofits. I thought that'd be really great. Uh, one fun fact was I visited Tanzania a couple summers back and we actually saw a lioness pounce on a zebra, kill it and eat it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Emma Bentley and I'm a freshman planning to enter the business school. And I joined CYC because I thought it would be a really cool opportunity to make an impact on the Atlanta community as a freshman. And an interesting fact about myself, I raised ducks for my AP Bio research project. 
Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a freshman um, looking to go into the business school um, and study entrepreneurship and maybe a second concentration in consulting. Um, so that's kind of why I joined CYC is to see if I was interested in consulting as a potential career path. Um, fun fact about me, I have my own little company and I'm working on two others. Um, so kind of getting the entrepreneurial spirit flowing. I, I love the uh, the ferociousness of the the lion attacking the zebra, just, just <laughs> getting it right out there. And, and, and Kira, also, you, you totally did not have to say that you didn't win. I'm, I'm not sure many of us would have would have even checked, but but a lot I of like respect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of respect for that one. Great, great guys. So let's just jump right into this. We know a little bit about the story behind she will. Why don't you guys tell us, you know, what what you knew about She Will kind of going into the engagement? We started this engagement last semester, but I know the curriculum team had already been working her for with her for um, a semester prior to that. So when we entered, we kind of already had a good base knowledge of what the program really was and sort of what she was offering. Um, and I think from there, it just became about trying to figure out what exactly she wanted for the marketing and it ended up to be really cool because a lot of that fit with the curriculum and there was a lot of overlap between how she was going to start her new programs with the curriculum they were creating and how we could give her opportunities to enhance her brand through that so tell me about the the first meeting where you guys so the curriculum team had already been working for a semester so so you guys kind of show up. I mean, it makes a little bit of sense in terms of timeline. You know, they've they've created a product. You're going to start working on marketing. When did you guys actually meet uh, the, the client? And, and tell me a little bit about that first meeting. It started, I, I had a phone call with Sheena before we ever had a group meeting and um, kind of just asked her what her vision for it was. And she was very open to really anything that we wanted to do. And at the time I was like, oh, like, that's great. There's so many opportunities. So I'll go meet with the team and come back to you. And then um, our group got together and we kind of started brainstorming and we realized that there were a lot of different directions we could take this in and still a lot of questions we had about what really she was trying to do and what she wanted from us. So then I think the most beneficial thing we did was we um, did like a FaceTime call with her, with all of us, just to make sure that we could all get on um, the same page. And that's really how we started tackling the project. All right. All right, guys. So, so we have to talk about, about this FaceTime call. How, how did that go? Were, were all of you kind of just like ambushing saying, I mean, obviously <laughs> not, this is the Emory team we're talking about, but was it like, Hey, I have this idea. Uh, you know, she has this idea. What do you think about like, so the FaceTime it was on, I believe it was on someone's phone. And we could only fit one person in on the screen at one time. So we would pass we would pass the phone around every time we would have a different idea. Um, but I think the the content of the call we were talking about just her initial ideas on what she wants for our engagement. Um, so it was kind of just getting a feel for what she wants us to do in terms of marketing for she will. And before we um, started the call, we had brainstormed a bunch of questions on a whiteboard and sort of laid out all of our ideas and the questions that we had for her to um, specifically tackle some issues that she wanted. Cool, cool. And and if if you guys remember, and I, I know this is a little bit far back, but uh, what were the different directions you guys kind of thought you could take this in? 
And then, and then what were those questions that, that you brought to the table to kind of suss out what, what Sheena had wanted? Um, well, I think sort of the biggest question was because this program was a new move for her. She was trying to go from one day events to a full after school curriculum. So we really wanted to kind of hammer down how exactly she saw herself doing that. Um, and with the phone passing thing, it was kind of funny because I think we all recognized that we had different sort of areas of expertise and she would say, you know, a buzzword for one of those areas and the person would start like reaching for the phone and be like, okay, now I have to like follow up on this. I don't know if that's how y'all follow, but that's how I remember it. Definitely. I think that call really helped us kind of evaluate which task going off these, you know, specialization thing that we thought would be good um, in terms of being able to help her out. Was there ever a moment where someone was like, I'm really good at that. I'm taking the phone. And someone else was like, no, you're not. I, I'm taking this one. Um, I don't know if we ever had any any arguments like that, but I know um, she said something about needing a one-pager and Matt immediately was like, I can do that. I can do that. And then he started kind of like drilling her down on um, who she would want to send that to, like what kind of stuff she would want in it and whatnot. Matt, you're kind of the, you're kind of the, the one-pager expert. Was it just like, I mean, anything else? go to these guys, but you need a one pager. I'm your guy. Yeah. I think I'm kind of good at condensing information. Um, I don't, I think growing up, I didn't really like to read much. So I, I, I would get information really quickly. So I kind of got good at just giving the summary of things. So that's definitely my expertise. And I jumped on that as, as soon as I knew she wanted that. <laughs> That's great. I, I think that Cliff's notes uh, may have may have some openings if if you know, <laughs> it doesn't work out post graduation. So after after kind of getting a sense of what Sheena was looking for, and I'm assuming you guys were in dialogue with the curriculum development team as well. How did you guys kind of split up teamwork on specific initiatives or projects inter team, and then? Talk a little bit about each of you, kind of what your duty or, or job was. Um, yeah, so after our phone call with Sheena, I met with uh, Maya, who was on the curriculum team, just to kind of get some updates from them, see where they were going with it, to see how we could find ourselves fitting into that. Um, and then after the phone call also, we kind of made up a list of the top four or five points that we thought um, – seemed like where she needed help the most and then sort of just went around the table and talked about where we thought we could bring the best work to this uh, project. So on the first go around, I know something she had talked about was um, how to get funding for her program. And that was something I was personally just interested in, in learning more about. So I said I would kind of look into that research, compile list of uh, where she could get this kind of stuff. And then I guess everyone else can talk about how they got on their yeah, so it came up during the conversation, we were, we were talking about um, marketing as a whole, and then specifically, I remember we like, ransacked her website, <laughs> um, and it was, it looked like it was from the 90s, it, it was super old, um, and she said her main theme with that was three colors, purple, blue, and red, and so I had, a little, like, personally, I had a little bit of graphic design experience, so I decided I would um, help her like craft a new logo using those three main theme colors that she wanted. Um, and I think this was our, our second meeting with her, maybe after our first, um, but I kind of came, I asked her some questions about what she wanted from this one pager. 
And I came up with three main themes. So uh, why is financial literacy important? Um, what services does she provide? And then why is her she will team? Um, the, why are they the people to get the job done? Um, so then I kind of went in and I elaborated on those three aspects. Um, that's how I made the one pager. And then I ended up getting involved in social media just because her um, it's, it was very important for her to create a strong social media presence in order to engage with the young girls and the older girls and their parents. Um, and so we began to tackle her Instagram and her Twitter and Facebook and how to improve those platforms. For all of us, when, when someone says like, you know, they had a website like it was from the 90s. It, we all kind of, we all, we all just know exactly what you're talking about. Um, that's a travesty. So, so I'm glad that, that you, you kind of uh, sought that one out and took care of it. The next question I have for you guys, um, I, I also ask the curriculum team, and, and I find this really interesting about this, this engagement specifically. It's not like a lot of ones we have just because in a lot of industries or sectors, uh, you know, our consultants don't tend to be experts or, or, you know, know a lot about what's going on unless it's right to college students. But, but in this one, right, a lot of us were elementary school students who, who probably didn't have financial literacy. And, and I joke that Anshaman was probably one of the worst uh, people to be working on on this engagement because he probably was one of the few who did have financial literacy um, <laughs> in, in middle school. But what was was kind of working on the marketing for this a little bit meta? Did you guys have to like reach back into like what did like twelve year old Kira think about that or like how do I sell this to you know ten year old Matt? Like, talk to me a little bit about that and, and that research process. How much of it was kind of personal? And then how much of it was like, okay, we got to size a market, you know, we got to you know, do more kind of quantitative research here to figure out what's, what's going to work and what's not. So I think since this is financial literacy for girls, um, the ladies on the team kind of took over the marketing. So I think they should talk to how they, how they treat their, their 12 year old selves. Matt doesn't remember what it was like to be a 10 year old girl. Um, but uh, one of the, one of the cool things kind of that came out of the final project that I was really proud of and something that Sheena had talked about wanting was she had these three specific age groups that she was targeting and she wanted to know how to best brand her uh, classes to each age group. So Emma and I kind of worked together on this one, sort of looking at the three different age groups and I guess, yeah, reflecting on some personal experience of what it's like to be that age and what kind of things would appeal to us. Um, and then we tried to align those with her different logo colors that Rowan talked about, uh, blue, purple, and red. And what we ended up coming with was for the youngest age group, we, we made them purple and we were calling it princess prep because we thought that would be a fun way to engage these younger girls. I mean, no elementary school girl's probably gonna be excited about going to financial literacy class. So if you can make it seem like something more fun, like becoming a princess. And also we thought that this kind of targeted the parents and asking them to prepare their princess for the world and stuff like that. Um, and then for that middle age group, we gave them the red color and we called them the rising rock stars, just through working with the curriculum team, we realized that that group was going to be a lot more about building self-confidence. Um, and so we wanted to target those girls and say, you know, we want to give you rock star confidence and as well as target the parents that 
they should want to enable their daughters to be able to be confident in the world that way. And then finally, for the oldest group, we gave them the blue color and called it um, bold, brilliant, and beautiful because it was kind of a more holistic view of the program as a whole and um, really preparing these girls for their for their post high school lives. And then along with that, we also created um, flyers assigned to each age group. And so for the middle age group, we targeted, we had two separate flyers, one targeting the parents and one targeting the actual girls. And then along with the older age group, we targeted the girls. Um, because when you're, as, an, as a teenage girl, you're probably the one taking the initiative looking for activities to get involved in. Another thing that I'm that I'm interested in is, um, you know, for for this uh, specific engagement, you know, the curriculum team had mentioned that you know it, it, financial literacy was obviously the the majority and the and the primary function of of Shewell. However, they incorporated kind of more holistic attributes to this curriculum, like like you had just mentioned. You know, a lot of it was about self-image and and self-respect and being able to kind of value yourself and, and obviously there's transition periods growing up where where those things you know are in flux a little bit did you guys did you feel as though marketing one might deter as in marketing that holistic aspect might deter people just because you know it might be embarrassing or awkward like how did you guys think about marketing the financial literacy aspect and the holistic aspect did those two things kind of cannibalize each other like what was going through your mind kind of thinking about those those two primary functions oh yeah well like emma said kind of with the different groups we had different audiences that we saw ourselves targeting so for the young groups we really wanted to target the parents because that's who we assumed would be signing uh, these girls up so we kind of we felt more comfortable talking about the financial literacy aspect there because you're going to the parents who can see the value in the younger girls learning this and then with the middle group we definitely focused more on the overall self-confidence and self-image part just because you know in middle school that is definitely a hard time I think for a lot of girls trying to figure out their place in the world and stuff and that would be something they'd be more interested in and then hopefully through that you can give them that financial literacy confidence and then I think with the older group, it was definitely a good balance of, you know, these girls realize that they're about to enter the real world. And that's why we targeted them because we wanted them to be responsible for signing themselves up for these classes to recognize that, you know, they need to have a more diversified skill set and there's different things that they're going to be able to need to know once they graduate high school. But um, actually something I thought was really interesting that Sheena brought up is her company sort of had a stigma around it that they only served the African-American population. And so that was definitely something we were very conscious of, especially in those flyers. We wanted to show a diverse group of girls to show that this wasn't just for African-American girls, but that any girl can benefit from learning financial literacy, as well as just that self-confidence aspect. Another question I have revolving kind of from hearing about the curriculum team is, were there ever kind of stages, like what was that kind of communication like? I, I, I just envisioned in my head you guys being like, okay, we know how we're going to market this. Let's get Facebook going, right? We we have our campaign, we have our flyers. 
and then the curriculum team comes up with kind of a, a new idea on, on the development end, and you guys kind of have to quickly reorient yourself and shuffle your. Was it enough along that you guys kind of knew uh, with with good clarity kind of what you were looking to do from from the outset, or was the fact that they were kind of working concurrently with you um, was that difficult for you guys to kind of set your sights on? Okay, this is the campaign we want to do. Here's the message. Um, well, I think it was definitely beneficial that the curriculum team had been working for an extra semester before us. So they were definitely able to build up their project and then give that to us in a more finalized form. And then we could take it from there. I know when we were focusing on the specific group branding, um, Maya was sending me all their updates for the curriculums and they they hashed that out by week and what they're going to do each week. And so kind of being able and being able to take all that big information and cram it down into, okay, what's the main point of each age group? I felt like it was really important. Um, and then I think probably with like the logo and one pager, it was more being able to get that holistic view of the organization from Sheena that might have been more beneficial versus the actual specific curriculum. What were your final recommendations to She Will and, and Sheena? I'm assuming that you guys were kind of marketing or, or running social media, doing a lot of this um, kind of dynamically throughout throughout the engagement. But what were kind of those final recommendations, maybe look forward recommendations? Yeah, so um, we'll like we'll go around and kind of talk about in our each individual part what our final sort of emphasis was. And so I think mine was definitely with the three different groups um, having really strong brands for those that could appeal to both the girls and the parents um, so that they could see the benefit for both parties that would ultimately drive people to sign up for this program. Yeah, I would say my main recommendation kind of went off the whole logo-based uh, idea. And, and that was kind of just the idea that her, it wasn't only her logo, but just kind of the image that she will, uh, the way that she will was presenting itself online wasn't modern. And so in regards to that, uh, she had actually hired a web developer to fix up her website around halfway through our through the semester. And, but she still had the old logo. So then the recommendation was to, well, for me to create a new logo and uh, have it symbolize the colors and that, like that sense of power and confidence that she was going for with the, with that specific color palette that she had on the new website, but not with the old logo. So the recommendation was just to update the logo. The recommendation with mine is, okay, use this one pager. Um, but then I also gave her recommendations on who to send it to. So individual schools, school districts, after school programs, um, women's organizations. Um, I came up with a big list of places where she can distribute this and get people interested in her organization. And then our overall recommendations for social media, um, in order to, we wanted to give her an idea of how to better reach her clientele base. Um, we recommended that she just clean up the look of her social media and make it more professional like by making specific changes such as um, changing the profile picture of her social media accounts to the logo and the cover photo as well. And then along with that, just increasing activity on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and creating a better timeline of posts and updating information sections as well. 
how did how did Sheena res- respond to the? I mean, did did she implement them kind of across the board? Were were, were some kind of not implemented? How how was her response? Um, well, right after we did our final presentation for her, um, her response was super positive. She really loved everything that we were showing her. Um, I know she immediately started using the new logo, which was really cool to see and. Um, She's been a lot more active on her social media also. She hasn't fully started her new programming. So some of the aspects of the marketing that were centered around that haven't been really fleshed out yet. But I think that we feel pretty confident that when she does decide to move her her company in that direction, she'll have a really strong base to start with and to go out into the communities and say, this is what I am, this is what I offer, and this is why you should sign up for my class. If, if you guys could have done something differently, you know, in the engagement or or in kind of how, how the team functioned and worked together, then what would it have been? It, each of you kind of just one or two things you would have done differently. Well, I think I know, like, as the project lead, it was definitely like a blessing and a curse that she was so open to us doing anything. And I just wish from the very beginning, I would have been more insistent on finding out where she needed help the most, because by the end, we kind of realized that something that would have been really beneficial for her was how to price her program. But by the time we kind of figured out that that's what she wanted, it was a little too late to really put that into action. So I think that that was my biggest regret for this one. And then as far as social media goes, I probably would have just wanted to do more research um, beforehand and had more quantitative information to give her along with our recommendations for social media. I guess with me, I wish I would have gotten to know her better just so I could better know exactly what she wanted from us. Um, It seems like she was pleased with um, what we gave her, but I would have liked to know exactly what direction she wanted us to head in. But it was super cool seeing how how happy she was after she gave us all hugs. Um, (laughs) I liked that. Uh, I'd say for me, the, the biggest thing I wish I would worked more on was the website itself. Because um, although I had done the logo and that did take some time, I thought like I would have had some more time to be able to actually mess around with the website and like add on to what the web developer that she hired had already done. And then for each of you, what was the most fulfilling part of of this engagement? I, I know that you know you just mentioned that that she gave all of you guys hugs, but more looking for kind of what maybe you took out of it or or learned from it from the engagement. Yeah, the hugs were pretty great, and also just uh, like whenever we were presenting, she always would have this huge smile on her face, which I thought was just so awesome and encouraging. Um, But I guess like my big takeout from this was that going into this, I wouldn't have considered myself to have any sort of expertise in branding or marketing Um, and just showing how doing some research, having an open mind and some determination, you know, you can really make an impact in these people's lives. Um, They're not asking for you to do anything extraordinary. They just want you to show that you really care about their company and that you're willing to put in that effort. So that was a really nice feeling. And then for me, as a freshman, it was so special to be able to make an impact on not only her business, but her life. I think that we really were able to, in the end, give her some um, helpful recommendations to improve her business. So overall, just as a freshman in college, to be, for me to be able to make an impact like that was very, very special. For me, it was working with Sheena, um, and it was also the potential that this nonprofit has. 
Um, I think the mission is really neat, and I think a lot of girls um, will get financially educated from this. Um, so I, I liked working with her um, on the future and what, what she will can do. I agree with Matt. I would say the program is such a unique idea. It's not something I'd heard about before. Like when I first heard what she was doing, I was really impressed. And that's because when you're a kid, you often have maybe like, maybe you go to a seminar or something um, where you learn a little bit about what finance is, but then the next month you completely forget everything you ever learned. Unless you're an aunt, maybe. <laughs> uh, and so just knowing that her program was, you know, trying to be at least a couple of weeks, maybe like a couple months even of just solid learning with a strong curriculum and just a noble passion uh, that she has, I, I thought that would go a long way. For people who haven't listened to the the last one, Anshuman is the president of the Emory chapter, who, who we all have a lot of respect for and and <laughs> only make fun of because because we love him. Although I, I did bring up, and I'm sure you guys wouldn't dispute this, that somewhere there is a picture of like 10-year-old Anshuman in like a suit like either teaching finance or like reading an accounting book somewhere and, 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 and a tie on and, you know, the whole nine yards, we'll find it and post it from us at, at CYC national. It's, it's always fantastic and, and great to kind of hear your story and, and, and really learn and, and get to kind of, you know, put the great work out that, that you guys are doing. So, so thanks so much for, for jumping on community voice guys. Yeah, of course. It was awesome. And what you're going to hear next is a snippet from next week's Community Voice episode. We're going to Connecticut with our Wesleyan team, and they helped put together a video for a company called American Dream Clean, which is a janitorial service company that also provides education and resources to their employees' children to help lower the skills and education gap in America. And this is a cut of that video. My name is Taichi Thomas. I am a hardworking woman. I am a single parent. Kiki's education is very important to me because I want her to go to college. I want her to become somebody and become whoever she wants to be. She'll come home and she doesn't understand our homework. She doesn't understand it. And I try to make that known that she needs a little bit of extra help and I couldn't get the help so I didn't know where to reach out to or what to do about that. Me working with American Dream Clean has helped out a lot. The company helping me with my daughter with tutoring and um, that been helping her out very very well. She has a two tutors, one for reading and one for math, and it's really helping her grades go up a lot. We've seen her really grow and have all of these really bright ideas. She's really into science and wants to do all these projects and really has an inquisitive mind. It was a good experience to feel like I have someone to help me with my schoolwork. Thank you for listening to Community Voice. If you wish to support Consult Your Community, then please go to the How You Help tab on our website at consultyourcommunity.org.